What's up, Seekers of Strength? Welcome back to another inspiring episode of Gathering Strength, the podcast that fuels your journey towards self-improvement and resilience. I'm your host, Ruby Rube, and today we embark on a captivating exploration of the Iron Man experience, an odyssey that goes far beyond endurance sports. Have you ever wondered what drives individuals to commit themselves to a relentless pursuit of excellence day in and day out for an event that lasts not just a day, but an entire year? Because that's what it takes, man. You can't just jump into this. You have to go the distance. What are the hidden lessons of mental preparation, unwavering dedication, and the electrifying power of a cheering crowd that we can apply to our own lives? In this episode, we're going to dive deep into the world of Ironman racing, unraveling the intricate tapestry that binds athletes, planners, and spectators in a shared journey of resilience and determination. From the grueling year-round commitment of athletes to the meticulous planning that shapes the ultimate Ironman experience, we uncover the secrets of human potential and achievement. But it doesn't stop there. We're also going to explore the psychological and evolutionary aspects of cheering. Yep, go me and go you too. Go everybody who's towing the line for an Ironman Speaking of towing the line, in a short few days, I'm going to be towing the line at my own Ironman event, which is the inspiration for creating this Ironman week. Now, when I'm there, there's going to be a lot of spectators bringing along with them their, their thunderous roars of encouragement that not only energize athletes, but also reveal the fundamental human need for community and support. How can these insights reshape our approach to challenges and goals in our everyday lives? So join me. Come on. Let's go. We're going to go on this profound expedition into the heart of the Ironman experience and discover how its lessons can empower you to gather the strength you need to conquer your own life's challenges. Stay tuned for an episode that will leave you inspired, motivated, and ready to embrace the journey. Let's dive in. I always kick off my podcast episodes with a quote by Warren Buffett. If you don't know who Warren Buffett is, man, give him a Google. That guy, he said, the more you learn, the more you earn. And by golly, you gonna learn today. You already know I want you to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1974 as he was competing and dominating the Mr. Olympia Bodybuilding Championships. That's right. I want you to look jacked. I want you to have the buff body, the buff mind, the buff spirit, and the buff bank. Life. It is heavy, and we're not always going to have a spot. Luckily for you, I got you back. Now, what you can expect to learn in this episode, a few things amongst many, is going to be one, my favorite word, resilience. And the way you spell that is R-E-Zilience. Dedication, mental preparation, community and support, overcoming limitations, balancing commitments, health and wellness, synchronizing effect. Hmm, What's that? Well, you're going to have to tune in and find out. 
You're also going to learn about positive reinforcement, goal setting, embracing challenges. In essence, the lessons from the Ironman experience transcends the realm of sports and it offers insights into the human capacity for resilience, dedication, mental strength, and the power of collective support. Now, these lessons within this podcast episode can inspire and guide everyday individuals in their pursuit of their own personal and professional goals, fostering a mindset of continuous improvement and the realization of their fullest potential. So whether you are thinking about doing an Ironman or not, it's all good because the lessons that are learned within this podcast episode is applicable to everything. Now, seekers of strength, let's get into it. Today, we're going to embark on that profound exploration of the Ironman. A extraordinary journey that takes us behind the scenes, revealing the meticulous planning and execution that goes into shaping the ultimate Ironman experience. In the spirit of unraveling hidden truths, not only will we dive into the physical toll, but we shall also navigate the mental and emotional facets that render this odyssey unforgettable. An Ironman race is not merely a single-day spectacle. It is a year-round commitment, an unrelenting pursuit of excellence. Those who dare to dream of conquering this ultimate test of human endurance are bound by a relentless dedication that extends far beyond the confines of race day. Now imagine, if you will, the pre-dawn hours when the world is still sleeping under the veil of night. While most souls are nestled in the warm embrace of sleep and the comfort of their bed, Iron Man, we are already in motion. We lace up our running shoes, don our swimsuits, and mount our bicycles. It is the beginning of a rigorous daily regimen that knows no season, no weather, and no excuse. Whether the heavens weep or the sun blazes, us Ironmen, our souls, we persist, relentlessly pushing our limits day in and day out. Our year-round commitment is not a mere engagement with training. Nah, on the contrary, it's a transformation of our very existence into a dedication of physical excellence. Nonetheless, the journey extends beyond the realm of physical exertion. Athletes must intricately craft their strategies for nutrition and recovery. They become well-versed in the science of fueling their bodies, consulting with experts to optimize their dietary choices for energy replenishment and muscle recuperation. Adequate rest, sound sleep, and the tender massage therapy assume roles of paramount importance, safeguarding their bodies against the relentless onslaught of the grueling Ironman race. Yet, the saga encompasses realms beyond the physical. Mental preparation stands as a cornerstone of an Ironman athlete's arsenal. They harness the power of visualization, meticulously crafting vivid mental tapestries where they envision themselves surmounting the daunting course. 
This act of mental rehearsal serves to nurture their self-assurance while simultaneously diminishing the shroud of anxiety that cloaks race day. Clear, attainable goals are established, breaking down the race into manageable segments, and strategic blueprints are meticulously charted to navigate each phase of the monumental challenge. Positive self-dialogue becomes their unwavering companion as they remove seeds of doubt with affirmations and constructive inner narratives. However, what sets the Ironman apart from mere athletic competition is the profound connection that burgeons between athletes and the assembled multitude of onlookers. These spectators are not mere passive witnesses. Nah, they are a indispensable component of the atmospheric fabric and the architects of the event labor to enthrall and captivate them throughout the duration of the race. The cheers, the applause, the cowbells, and the words of encouragement that flow forth from the crowd infuse the race with a potent charge of positive energy. Athletes draw strength from the faces in the crowd, recognizing that friends, family, and even strangers are united in their shared support. Now, the phenomenon of cheering, however, transcends mere surface-level exuberance. It dives into the profound depths of psychology and echoes the ancestral reverberations of human evolution. Our forebears relied heavily on the power of collective support during trials that tested the limits of physical endurance, much like an Ironman race does today. In the act of cheering, and in the experience of being cheered on, we unearth the manifestation of this primal instinct. The hearing of cheers unfailingly triggers the release of neurotransmitters such as dopamine, serving as a reinforcement mechanism that when put up against an athlete's motivation and fortitude, man allows them to go the distance. Now, when viewed through the lens of evolution, the act of belonging to a group and receiving its collective support signaled safety and enhanced the odds of survival. This instinctual response to being cheered upon can expound the phenomenon of athletes harnessing an extra boost of energy from the collective fervor of the crowd. It's as if the crowd becomes an extension of the athlete, a communal force that propels them forward. The rhythmic cadence of cheering, punctuated by clapping, shouting, and chanting, along with those cowbells, bears a captivating effect. Athletes synchronize their movements and energy with the pulse of the crowd, similar to becoming one harmonious entity. This synchronicity can prove to be a game changer, especially during the most strenuous segments of the race, when every ounce of willpower is required to persevere. So where does this collective journey lead us? What is the quintessential essence of the Ironman experience? At its core, the Ironman serves as a profound testament to the indomitable human spirit. It is a reverberating reminder that the human spirit is an unstoppable force capable of surmounting even the most formidable challenges that life throws in its paths.
The year-round commitment of athletes, the painstaking planning of event organizers, and the electrifying resonance of cheering crowds all coalesce to sculpt the ultimate Ironman experience. In its purest form, the Ironman offers a transcendental lesson, an irrefutable testament that through unwavering dedication, meticulous mental preparation, and the unwavering support of a community, we have the capability to ascend beyond our self-imposed limitations and attain a new pinnacle of accomplishment. It offers as an affirmation that not only is the destination meaningful, but the journey itself is a triumph, a testament to the enduring strength of the human spirit. Whether you stand as a competitor, preparing to embark on an Ironman race, or as an admirer of such audacious endeavors, remember this. The Ironman is a celebration of what is possible when we dare to push our boundaries, when we choose to believe in ourselves, and when we harness the collective energy of a roaring crowd. Sheesh! It serves as an enduring reminder that within each of us lies the dormant power to become an Ironman in our own lives, capable of conquering challenges defying expectations, and achieving the extraordinary. The Ironman offers us a profound insight into the core of our shared human experience. In the grand tapestry of human endeavors, the Ironman stands as a luminous beacon of resilience and the living embodiment of the boundless potential that resides within each of us. It reminds us that we are not merely spectators in the theater of life, but active participants in the grand narrative of human achievement. As you navigate the landscapes of your own life, may the lessons of the Ironman continue to inspire and guide you toward the realization of your fullest potential. Now, when I say that it starts long before race day itself, with a year-round commitment, well, we're diving into the rigorous and unrelenting journey that Ironman athletes embark upon. Now, I'm going to break it down in more detail. Number one is going to be your training regimen. Now, if you go online and if you're going to be embarking on this Ironman journey, if you were to go on YouTube, you can see something in the realm of like a couch to 5K Essentially, what that means is you're going from someone who is living a sedentary lifestyle, which is just someone who lives and lingers and languishes on a couch, to crossing the finish line of a 5K. There are videos from couch to a half marathon, and then couch to a marathon. That's even stretching it a little bit, but... I don't think that there are any couch to Ironman videos out there because, man, embarking on the Ironman journey, yes, you know, the human, we are capable of extraordinary things. But the more time that you give yourself between going from that couch to crossing that Ironman finishing line, well, the more time that you're going to give yourself to gather your strength. And it's going to take a lot more than, you know, constructing a training regimen. 
a lot of it is going to be mindset. And in the endurance world, you'll see signs that people exhibit on the side of the uh, marathon course or the Ironman course. They'll say like, hey, 90% mental, 10% effort. And I don't think that there is a way for you to measure, you know, precisely how much of it's mental, how much of it is physical. But man, some people can argue that it is all 100% mental. And sheesh, that what that sentiment hopes to express is that a lot of it is your mindset. Now, I'm going to be digging more into the mindset, but along that route, you need to develop your training regimen. Now, athletes who aspire to participate in an Ironman event commit to a year-round training regimen. This involves daily workouts, often multiple sessions per day, and in the Ironman world, those are called brick sessions. Yep, you stack up your training sessions brick by brick. Now, your training is going to encompass swimming, cycling, running. Hey, man, I'm going to add in stretching in there. You're going to have to keep those muscles loose and limber. Now, the distance covered in an Ironman race, it is grueling. So athletes must gradually build their endurance and strength over months of consistent training. Now that you got your mindset all made up, you have your training regimen implemented, hey, you're going to need nutrition and recovery needs to be stacked on that. Because, yeah, man, you need to go the distance. You can't just have a bowl of Wheaties in the morning and go for hours upon hours. Nah, you need to learn about race day uh, performance nutrition. And, you know, it needs to be something that's uh, settles well in your stomach and hopefully uh, you find that before race day comes otherwise yeah you're gonna end up shitting your pants not only are you gonna need to implement your training regimen nutrition and recovery mental preparation man you're also hey you're gonna need to buy some gear so one of the funny things about triathlon is that you know the triathlon consists of a swim, a bike, and a run. And you're going to need to have all of the gear for that. So, I added on the fourth discipline. Finances. You, you're going to need to have the money to invest in your equipment. From the bike, to the wetsuit, to the running shoes, nutrition, supplements, maybe even a, a gym membership. The choices are carefully considered and tested to optimize performance during the race. Now, you're going to buy something, see that it doesn't work. Hopefully, you're able to take it back. Hopefully, you know, you're going to implement that that uh, Amazon 30-day return policy before that, uh, before that benchmark or threshold passes because, yeah, you're going to need to explore different options to see how your body reacts to different things. So... You're going to need to have the financial discipline too. And that's something that, you know, people don't talk about too much. The fourth discipline of the triathlon is money. Going to need some finances. 
So there we have the mindset, the training regimen, nutrition and recovery, mental preparation, equipment and gear, money, injury management. Luckily for me, I never, um, I never incurred a, a injury. Don't get me wrong. I did have, you know, some sore muscles along the way, but that, that comes with the territory. I was expecting to be sore after some of these training sessions. Um, so, sheesh. Hey, kudos to me. That's a little cap in my feather. I was able to avoid any injuries. I, I never crashed on my bike. Never tripped over my own two feet. Never needed to be rescued from the ocean while I was swimming. Man, that's that's a blessing all on its own. And then overall, everything needs to be balanced. The life commitments. Now, balancing your training with personal and professional commitments is another significant aspect of the year-round dedication. Yeah, like I said, it takes a year-round commitment to really be able to go through that Ironman journey, experience the transform the transformation process and then on race day itself you want to arrive at a place to where hey you're ready to endure whatever the day has to throw at you and there wasn't a point on my race day experience where I was suffering where I was like oh man I'm in over my head I'm in way too deep I'm in my pain cave now There could be two reasons for that. I was reflecting on it uh, for a while. And I've come to a couple different hypotheses. Hypotheses? Multiple hypotheses about why I felt the way that I was feeling, which was empowered. I felt great. Number one, when you hear about people's experiences on an Ironman race day... You can go online and you see people crawling, you know, like to the finish line or people who look bigger and stronger and healthier than you dropping like flies and they're quitting. Now, one on the outside, you know, we don't know how much effort they they put into it. We don't know their training regimen. We don't know the amount of work that they did prior to the race day. And now... It's not hard to believe that there are some people who just sign up for it and they don't give the race its due respect and they neglect stretching, they neglect their nutrition, their sleep, all of those little things that add up. They neglect all of them. And who knows, because of that, uh, you know, they suffer during their race day. Or perhaps there's people who just went too hard, too fast, and they got caught up in all the grandeur of the Ironman race with the participants, the cheering spectators, all of the hoopla, you know, because there's a lot of that. And if you don't, you know, have the capacity to calm yourself down and not get overwhelmed and swept away, then you can run your race, stick to your plan, and you're not trying to be one of those pros sprinting to the finish and then end up blowing yourself up, you know, halfway on the bike. And then guess what? You still have the full marathon run after that. And because you didn't stick to your game plan, you got excited, 
piled on top of inadequate training, hey, you're going to be one of those people who suffers during the race event day. And um, I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there. And then guess what they do? They go and they spread their message on their excursion, on how they suffered, on how they endured this and that. And they had their toenails falling off and they shit their pants and blah, 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 blah. All of that stuff. Because you know why people, you know, they, they have their... They have their platforms, they have their posts, their social media, they have their podcasts, their YouTube videos, and they'll, they'll talk about their personal experience. But just because they had their personal experience that led them to suffer possibly a lot more than what was necessary, well, you know, they spread that and it detours and detracts and scares a lot of people from embarking on their own Ironman journey. Now, the Ironman journey that I had, I, I think it was a beautiful experience. It was hard. I went through the, the process every single day leading up to that race. I did something. And all of the little small things that I did, well, they incrementally stacked up to where when I needed to do a big training push, a big training weekend, well, I did that with intensity, vigor, but then also at the same time being mindful and aware and having a sense of peace that I was doing it because I was honing in on every aspect of my life. It wasn't just, hey, let me go out and do this and do that. It was like, hey, let me enjoy this process. Let me learn something today. And I learned a lot more than what I've had bargained for. Some of the intangible assets that I was able to accumulate and acquire for myself was the the ability to visualize. Now, visualization, athletes use it as a technique to mentally rehearse every aspect of the race from the swim start to the crossing to crossing the finish line they create detailed mental images of themselves successfully navigating the course handling challenges and maintaining a strong focused mindset now this mental rehearsal helps build confidence and reduces anxiety on race day and not only on race day can it help you know, build confidence and reduce anxiety. But every single day, you know, leading up to it, going through that Ironman journey, you need to visualize your week of training. Visualize every single aspect. Visualize you getting in your car, going to the pool or wherever you're going to be swimming. Visualizing every single stroke. What is it going to feel like? What, you know, what is the water going to feel like? Visualize just having like a bird's eye view of you doing it and I I created a podcast about the power of flow state and visualizing and that is applicable to every single aspect of your life you can visualize you know yourself going to work and having a good day visualize yourself coming home and being well received by your kids and your and your significant other visualize yourself man just doing awesome things and that is powerful if you're not visualizing yourself having a good day i'm going to encourage you to do it start today visualize your day Uh, But visualize it through the lens of gratitude and appreciation and can do.
Don't visualize it through the lens of, oh man, today's going to suck. I'm going to have all these crappy customers. My boss is going to do this. My kids are going to do that. It's easy to get trapped in that cycle of thought. But with practice and doing things that implement positivity in your life, for example, like going down that endurance world journey, man, that's when you know you really start to release those natural endorphins, that serotonin, that dopamine, all of that stuff. Your, your mind and your body and your spirit start to become in tuned. And when you are in tuned, you're in tune, man. Come on, you want to be in tune. You want to be hitting those Mariah Carey notes. <sighs> That's how you want to be with your life. Throughout that journey, you're going to need to set some goals. You need the positive self-talk. You need to learn how to manage your anxiety. Go ahead and dig in my podcast catalog because I teach and tell you a whole bunch of awesome ways on how to manage your anxiety. And let me tell you this. One thing that I didn't know about the Ironman journey was, you know, when you're swimming and you have to swim for a long time, whether it's in the pool or in the damn ocean, you know, you start to get anxious. You start to, you know, worry about, you know, just whatever. Anything is going to pop up into your mind and you're going to worry about it. But because you have embarked on this journey, you said you were going to do something, you have your goal set for the day. Let's say your goal is 45 minutes of swimming, 30 minutes of swimming, whatever it is, you need to endure that. And, you know, let's say for whatever reason, you know, you have some stress on your mind, it can create feelings of anxiety. Now you're anxious, but guess what? You still got work to do. So now, now guess what? You need to figure out a way to calm yourself down. And how do you do that? You just focus on the moment. You focus being present. And that's something that I really didn't have a grasp on or a firm understanding and a firm grasp um, prior to this. Now, because I went down that journey and I embarked on a, a journey of extreme growth, man, I have a much firmer foundation of how to manage my anxiety. And man, that's something that you really can't buy. You can't buy these these healthy coping mechanisms. Before, how I would manage my anxiety was I would just bury it. I would ignore it. I wouldn't deal with it. I would, you know, just go do status quo beta male stuff. And now I'm facing it like a man. I'm taking it on, all on. I don't need to numb it down. I don't even need to, you know, worry about the future. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm still human. I still have my flaws, inadequacies, shortcomings. But that's all good because I know how to manage them like a man. And don't get me wrong, it's hard. That's why you need to learn how to embrace pain. It's going to hurt. But, you know, the price of not facing it, that's going to hurt you even more. And for longer, that problem is just, is just going to compound. Now, in regards to intertwining that, the Iron Man race, the Iron Man journey, and your everyday life. Well, the races, they're physically demanding. 
And athletes, they expect to encounter discomfort and pain at various stages. Just like in your life, you're going to experience pain, discomfort, things that are physically, mentally, and spiritually demanding. And man, you need to embrace that because you know, you're know you feeling it for some reason. You can either either uh, shy away from it and run and cower like, like a little scared rabbit and hide in a hole. Or you can bust out your shield. You can bust out your flaming sword. And you can go slay that dragon. Hey, you know that, that dragon? Yeah, he's going to have sharp teeth. Potentially going to be breathing fire. Going to have sharp claws. Going to be... Gonna be big and scary and oh yeah it's, it's gonna get it's it's licks in on you hopefully you don't have a glass jaw now be ready to embrace pain now mental preparation involves accepting and even embracing the pain as part of the journey athletes remind themselves that discomfort is temporary and that you can endure it. Endure it. You have your indomitable spirit. No weapon formed against you is going to prosper. Now, on the contrary, it's going to make you stronger. If you know how to transform it into positive energy. Along that Ironman journey, adaptability. That's going to be a big one. Mental flexibility is key in Ironman. Unexpected challenges such as adverse weather. Um... Equipment malfunctions. Oh, you just whatever, man. A, a storm is gonna come, and you're gonna find yourself in a flood, aka shit creek, and you may be with or without a paddle. Who knows? But just plan on things not going your way. Now, athletes mentally prepare to adapt and make quick decisions in the face of adversity, rather than becoming discouraged and a victim and a, oh, why is this happened to me? <sighs> Who's that sound like, huh? Sounds like a little biatch. And now because you are focused and you, are, you have high concentration like a freaking superpower, well, maintaining your focus over the extended duration of an Ironman race, that's challenging. Man, it's a long time. You have 17 hours to finish with cutoffs all throughout that Ironman race. So, you're going to need to focus. You're going to need to concentrate. Every single instance, all your energy needs to be focused. You can't be all wasting your energy willy-nilly. Nah, you need to save all of it. So, all of your focus and attention needs to be on the race, on the journey. Now, athletes, they practice concentration techniques to stay in the present moment, break the race into smaller, manageable segments, and avoid getting overwhelmed by the enormity of the event. Now, quick story about a moment where I was overwhelmed. It was my first, my first triathlon. It was Ironman Oceanside. And if you're not familiar with Ironman Oceanside, it's a uh, one of the most prestigious races that all of the pros from all over all over the world go to. So here I am, you know, a newbie, a new guy, and I got people like Lionel Sam Sanders, um, Sam Long, uh, Jackson Laundry, just like the fastest of fast in the whole entire world. And I'm towing the line with those guys, right? So hey, go figure. And then Ironman Oceanside, it has 
uh, a, a ocean swim, but you don't just start like inside the ocean. Now you gotta run through crashing waves, sets of waves, and they're just crashing at you, right? And meanwhile, you know, there's thousands of people who are going to be entering in. You know, I don't want to say all at the same time, but man, pretty much all at the same time. Yeah, they stagger the start, but there's gonna be a uh, seemingly endless flow of participants embarking on the same journey, so you need to hurry up and get out of the way. Meanwhile, you have those damn waves that are breaking in on you. So what what did I do, right? I said to myself, I- I'm going to run like a freaking cheetah and then dive over those waves like a freaking dolphin. I'm And I'm going to be like, eh, 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 just swimming all in there, right? And then I do that. But man, those waves took it out of me quick. Um, They took a lot more energy out of me than I had anticipated. So there I am, new, with new nerves, anxious, anxiety thoughts. And now I'm, you know, just floating in the ocean past the breakers. And I'm like, man, I cannot catch my freaking breath. So there, there goes all my swim technique. And I'm like, damn, if I, I felt like my... My heart was going to beat out of my freaking chest, right? And uh, so I was like, all right, here I am in the middle of the ocean. All these damn people are swimming past me. I'm like, all right, I need to break this down. I need to calm myself down. And then I focus on on the buoys. Now they have like big orange buoys and they're spaced out, I don't know, every 100, 200, 300, 400 feet. I... I, I didn't have a tape measure on me at the time, so I couldn't get an actual an uh, a actual estimation of how close they were together. But rather than focusing on the end of the swim, I just focused on getting to that buoy right there. That was, you know, 200 feet away. And then I would just swim to that buoy, and then I would celebrate. I'd be like, oh, yes, all right. I got to that buoy. And now, you know, one of the little caveats of swimming in the ocean is that the ocean is so big and I'm so little, right? And here I am with my little strokes, you know, my little tiny strokes. Now, when you're in the pool, you can see the tiles uh, passing you slowly by as each stroke you know, you're able to equate that with movement. Like, all right, I'm going to do a stroke. I see the tiles moving. Another stroke, see the tiles moving. All right, in my mind, I know that I'm going somewhere. But in the ocean, you can't. Even, it doesn't even feel like you're moving. So what, what does a, a, a newbie do like myself? So I'm like, all right, I need to swim faster because I want to feel like I'm moving. Wrong thing to do because now that just exacerbates the situation. Now I'm even more out of breath. And now the panic starts to set in a little bit more. And now, you know, once again, I'm in the middle of the ocean and I'm like, damn, what do I do? Now, this just goes back into uh, the capability to manage your anxiety, embrace the pain I was anxious about finishing the swim, failing in front of my family, and then I had the pain and the discomfort associated with being out of breath in the middle of the ocean. And now I need to be adaptable and, you know, rather than focusing on finishing, I just need to focus on getting to that buoy 
you know. And then, you know, when I get to that buoy, do uh, you know, like perform a, a little bit of a celebratory high five in my own head, like, all right, Rube, the, good job, you know, positive self talk. And then rather than focusing on the enormity of the whole freaking race, it's like I just need to focus and concentrate on getting to these buoys. Celebrating the process of getting to that buoy and just stay focused on that. And that was a powerful learning experience for me because I took that knowledge and that understanding into the uh, into Ironman California, which was the full Ironman. And because I had that feather in my cap of experience, well, I was able to embrace that full Ironman race with a more profound sense of of gusto. I was like, oh, I'm going to eat this one up. I'm going to eat 2.4 miles of this Ironman swim for breakfast. And then I'm still going to be hungry after that. And then I'm going to go eat up the bike. And then I'm going to go eat up the run. I was hungry all day that day. And Man, that's just part of the journey. That's my little journey. Um, in the next episode, I'm going to be talking exclusively more about my training and the actual experience in depth. But I just wanted to highlight the mental preparation in the context of Ironman and how it is a critical aspect of not just the training and performance, but also just in, in your life. Now, let's start wrapping things up. You know, we're going to conclude this exploration and we're going to reflect on some of the profound lessons that we have unearthed today. Life as we know it, it is not a single day race, but a continuous journey demanding our year round commitment to self-improvement and resilience. Now, we've witnessed how the relentless dedication of Ironman athletes is a testament to the power of persistence and consistency, a lesson that transcends the boundaries of endurance sports. The mental preparation we have examined stands as a cornerstone for conquering life's challenges. Just as Ironman athletes cultivate a resilient mindset to overcome physical obstacles, we too can harness the power of positive self-talk, visualization, and goal-setting to navigate the complexities of our everyday lives. The electrifying resonance of a cheering crowd has illuminated the profound need for community and support, echoing the fundamental human instinct to rally together in pursuit of a shared goal. As we gather strength from the encouragement of others, we recognize that our collective energy can transcend the limits of our own individual capabilities. In the grand theater of existence, we are all participants, athletes in our own unique races, striving to surmount the hurdles that lay before us. The Ironman experience with its year-round commitment, mental fortitude, and communal support serves as a shining example of what humanity can achieve when we dare to dream, when we persist in the face of adversity, and when we unite as a collective force. As you navigate the landscape of your own life, remember the lessons of the Ironman. The journey itself is a triumph, a testament to the enduring strength of the human spirit. 
with unwavering dedication, a resilient mindset, and the support of your own cheering crowd, you too can gather the strength needed to conquer your own challenges and achieve the extraordinary. Thank you so much for joining me on this profound expedition. Until next time, may you continue to gather strength, finding inspiration in the boundless potential that resides within you and in the power of community to uplift us all. Don't forget to give me a like, a subscribe, a follow, share me with the buddy old pal, gimme, 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 and in return, I'm going to continue to give you awesome podcast content. Until next time, it's onward, always onward.